Welcome to another episode on this frequency. As always, I'm fabulous, and I have fabulous <laughs> Ricky Lee as well. <laughs> you like that, right? Yeah. So today we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics <laughs> and my least favorite topics, men. Dun, dun, dun. We hate them. We love them. We need them. Hey, we hey, need hey, them. Hey. <laughs> We need Bartley. We need Bartley. And, you know, I think that every single conversation that Ricky Lee and I have involves <laughs> some fuck shit with a man. Or some real good shit. And this is how it happened. Because you called me up one day and you said, you know what? I just realized that I don't trust men and you give men the benefit of the doubt every mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm learning what? a lot from you. I'm learning that I need to be patient with men. and that I do I'm learning I need to not trust men that much. <laughs> <laughs> Don't so let them in your are, closet. So they, these aren't really extreme opposites. We're no. kind of like one right behind the other. Yeah. <laughs> and we're really like, we're really, um, what's the word? We're really trying. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> We're really trying to love the men in our lives or the men that are coming into our lives or will be or have been or whatever, right? Okay. So when you say the men in our lives, yeah, who are the men in your life? Um, so I'll start with saying I love my husband. I love my husband. I, ho I would hope so. I hate your brother. <laughs> Wait, that's a whole separate thing. You okay? Okay, your husband. You love your husband. I love my husband. Please explain that because that's the same person. Right. 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 And so I, I say because Michael is very involved in the things that we do, or not involved at all in the things that we do. And so sometimes in order to save my relationship with my husband, I have to refer to him as Ricky's brother because sometimes he pisses me off. And that's the way that I separate like, okay, you know, business is business, personal is personal. And right. so because Mike is all in my business and in my personal, I got to be like, no, dude, Ricky's brother is just pissing me off today. Which is why so I, I assign say, him. <laughs> I don't like my brother, but I love your husband. Yes. So it works yes. both ways. Yes. And I love my husband. My husband treats me great. He's the most wonderful man I've ever met. And I'm happy that I'm his wife, right? But sometimes the shit that he does, I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Is that like a, a quick question? Like, is that a female like frame of mind? Yes. Because, oh, absolutely. Because I don't ever like think of my wife as like my wife and then my sister-in-law's sister. Like, I would never say, oh, your sister. Okay, but do you work with her? Actually, you do, kind of. Do you? Well, the, they have their podcast. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, but if you, if you worked with her to the degree that these guys have to work with each but other. I don't think I would ever still, like, I would never call her anything other than my wife. If would, that makes sense. It does, I would, because I would say that men are very linear and yeah. they're, like, not multidimensional. Right. You guys oh, are that's so simple. That's, Fred yes. Flintstone, very yeah. just black and white. Yeah, I read Dang, Fred Flintstone. Yeah, I read I a, um, I read a book once, um, and I can't ref I can't reference the book, but the quote was that men have one emotional sector, women have eleven. So you know, men are very like it's this or that, and women are it might be this, that, the other, and sometimes this, and yeah. what if this, and maybe this. But if I can only do this, and we, it's a whole bunch of things. Sometimes I wish that I was like a man and just thought, just life, mm -hmm. I feel like life would be way easier. And they treat it as such, which pisses me off too, because I'm like, what pisses the, me off. how do you come up with these conclusions? Yeah. And why am I all worked up in my head? Just that's my, that's my wife's complaint about me is like, I'm very, mm -hmm. just like straight to the point. Um, 
Or if she comes to me with a problem, she's not expecting me to solve the problem, but right. I'm in problem solve mode. But okay, so that's what makes the beautiful balance between men and women, right? So if but she if, hates that. She, she just oh, wants she might me, hate it, but she needs that. She just yeah. wants me to listen to what's going on. Right. Yeah. She doesn't want me to solve problems. I'm always in like, oh, you bringing me a problem, I'm going to go solve it right now, and she hates that. Right. We both need from each other. Yeah. So the same way that, we might, that. we might need the simplicity of a man's perspective, they at times may need the complexity of a woman's perspective. Yeah, for sure. I'm just saying. For sure. Back to the men in your life. Michael Moda, your husband. Um, let, My dad. Your dad. Uh, Ooh, those are just, I guess, the more... Prominent ones. Yes. Everyone else is just irrelevant or just like could care less. Ouch. It's really hard. <laughs> trust me, Bartley, it's really hard because, um, so I guess let's rewind a little bit. Um, my interest in this conversation about men and the frequency in which we talk about men and how they are empowering or hurting us or whatever the case may be, really stems from our upbringing of men and the men in our life and the examples and the um, the conversations and the experiences and third-party people talking about men, right? So, so I say, um, I say to you, like, the prominent men in my life, my dad, Mike, and then everyone else is irrelevant, and then Bartley says, well, ouch, yeah, because... So, so growing up, I had, um, you know, obviously my parents were divorced and I had my mom who was always downplaying my dad or just talking like, mm. nah, your dad's worthless, he right. ain't shit, blah, blah, blah. And not in, not in exactly those words, but you get the point, right? And so my mom has 11 brothers and sisters, 11 brothers and sisters with the majority being women and women scorned. <laughs> oh, no, wait, all of them women scorned? The majority, except like the older, oh um, the older generation, they're, you know, they're with their husbands happily married. But the younger generation in my mom's family has had very negative experiences with men. And some of them are um, now single or just, they're living their womenly lives without men. As best as they can. Sure. And so I grew up with all oh, of these fuck. conversations about, no sirven para nada. Oh, no. They're all worthless. You don't need no man. La, 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 la. And this and that and the other. So um, the narrative in my household was always like, you do, you girl. You don't need no man. Or, oh, God. No, what, are the, what good are they for? And so I grew up thinking like, fuck, these, all these men are just garbage and so I think that that really impacted the way that I approached relationships dating um how a very um did you meaning like did you go into dating dating a dude and being like you ain't shit but I gotta do this dating thing so we're <laughs> gonna try this I went in kind of like I don't trust you until I've decided that I trust you. So for me, men would, you know, oh, my God, you're so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, really? Take, tell me something I don't fucking know, dude. Like, you're not, in, like, it, it took a lot oh for me God. to be impressed by men. Okay. I, I, I do have to <laughs> tap in now. All right, let's hear I it. I do have to tap in now. This is Pee Wee, <laughs> y'all. Welcome him in. Hi, Pee-wee. How you doing, Pee-wee, you know, Pee-wee and I have already had a rough start. <laughs> hey, that hey, it's neither here nor there that we need to bring anybody else into this conversation <laughs> that you don't like hanging out with us. But we're not going to talk about that. That's what we're not going to talk about. But I do have to ask this question because you say, okay, at the end of the day, you're, most of the women in your family are scorned. Yeah. Okay. And so now you are married. Yes. Yes. And you started husband. off the conversation <laughs> with, ah, I'm upset. These are the things that it makes me upset. He upsets me on this. Uh huh. Can you give me at least five things that you that he makes you happy about? That he makes me happy about. Five he things that make you happy that Dang. he does. Okay, can I think about this real quick? Oh, no. I don't know how much time we have on this uh, on live. On this podcast? Because this oh, shit, is... shit, we are live, huh? 
He's probably <laughs> listening to. And I, and I think, you know, it's, I don't think this is just me. But I don't think it should take you that long to answer that question. I agree with that. Hey, what if I, I agree? What if I want to be thoughtful? It should be intuitive, not thoughtful. And but you know what? Okay, I'm gonna let me answer first before is this I you like stalling. Yeah, yeah before I'm acting yeah, like I'm stalling. She's trying to figure out how to answer like, this question. What the fuck do I even like about this guy? I what I enjoy about Mike. My favorite things are he sees me. Oh. He always gives me the benefit of the doubt. <gasps> Always. He believes in me. And he also lets me be whatever it is that I need to be and doesn't judge me for it. Hmm. Even, and you know what? Um, I'll, I'll actually, what I like about him is his grace and all of that because I I don't believe that I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm a human, right? So I'm not always right about things. <laughs> And he'll be like, all right, Natalie, you're, yeah, you're right. Until later on, like, I'll catch myself like I really fucked up. And he'll just be like, mm-hmm. But he's not going to say it. That's a beautiful thing, though. You know? So That's dope. Well, the irony to that is that all of those things that you feel, that your husband makes you feel, mm-hmm. who happens to be my brother, mm-hmm. I don't feel any of that from him. Mm-hmm. It's the complete opposite. Which I guess is also why... Why I say, like, I love my husband, I hate I, your brother. Yeah. Because of the relationship that you guys have. Right. And I'm always like, dang, why is your brother like that? Yeah. That's not how he is with me. Right. I just ate the bug in my fucking wine. I just want it's you to know fiber. I can feel it in my tongue. <laughs> just want you to know right now. Anyway. Those are the prominent men in my life are my dad and my brother. Mm-hmm. Which have given me completely different experiences. Like I said, the complete opposite of what you what you describe that my brother gives to you is not what I I feel from him at all. Yeah, but that was really good. I'm glad he makes you feel that way. Yes. Your brother Proud makes sister. me feel happy. Proud sister. I'm really happy with that guy. He's good. And you don't have any good brothers, good. right, Natalie? And I don't have any brothers, which makes it even harder because now I'm learning like how to live with a man, and that's a whole other podcast but that shit is fucking difficult i'm over here like what what what?" but it's always difficult when you move in with the opposite sex and you know because it's two people that have lived their lives separately in the way they wanted to move the way they wanted to move get up and go lay in the bed as long as they want yeah wash i mean do anything that they wanted to do at that time and now you have somebody coming into your space. Yeah. That now you Ooh. have to adjust right. to these to these moves now because you know, okay, you might have said, "Oh, well, the girls are the girls are getting together. I'm about to go out." Mm-hmm. You got to really think about how you're going to say or if you really going to go out <laughs> because you got to think long term. Yeah. You know, because you might he might have been like, yo, I wanted to hang out with you tonight. Yeah. Um, that's a big communication thing. And I'm glad that you bring that up because that's also very important to me in, in our relationship. I think Mike and I, you know, our upbringings are really different, but we are both very <laughs> independent people. And we we both need a lot of space. And he's very okay with, no, Natalie, it's okay. Go to the studio. And I'm very much like, no, Mike, it's okay. Go to, really, go to the studio. Stay a couple days. Don't come back for another week. And he's like, yeah, sure, I won't. It's fine. And we both honor each other in that way because we both know that space is important. Space is important. And we understand that we like our so alone time. So why live time. together then? And okay. Why live together? Right. And so what I was going to say next is, you do the married thing and everyone tells you, go get married. It's fun. It's great. You know, everyone needs to do it. And why? Da, da, da. So everyone talks up this whole thing about being married. <laughs> but then I have never, ever, ever, ever in my life heard anyone talk about being married. What? No one talks about being married. Okay. That's deep. That's real deep, Nat. Right? The way you hit that, that's real deep. I'm that's a, absolutely like, 100% deep. You know what I mean? And so um, I go, you know, we were almost married a year and no one gives you 
A blueprint. Who said yeah. who said blueprint? That was Pee Wee. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the way you said it is true. People talk about marriage. Oh, marriage, marriage, marriage. Right. But no one talks about how to be married. Yes. Oh. Understanding yes. how to communicate with your significant other. How to mm-hmm. understand your significant other. Mm-hmm. How, you know, just the long term. And I think that mm-hmm. goes back to when you look at people that are like 20, 30, 50 years into the a marriage. Yeah. And asking them like, and because every marriage is different. But right. to ask them, like, how is it that you guys stayed 30 right. years, 40 years and understanding, like, the dynamic of everybody's marriage is different, but at the same time, it isn't. Right. Because oh, I mean, there's some basics, right? Some yeah, foundational things. Uh, foundation and basics to all of what he just said is unconditional love. Yeah. I think the people that stay together the longest mm-hmm. are the people that love each other unconditionally. Who mm-hmm. say, I still choose to be with you. Mm-hmm. Even though you are an imperfect human being. Right. And even though I can't stand half the terrible life choices that you've made, mm-hmm. that I've had to pay the consequences for with you, mm-hmm. but I still choose you because I understand what it is to be a human being, mm-hmm. but I like you. Yeah. And I enjoy oh. you. So we're going to just roll with this together. Yeah. Because if, if you were to say, like, if you were to marry your best friend, mm-hmm. not like, sexually attracted or you make it work yeah because you're friends yeah you do things for your friends hey i got you i'll take care of this it's the same thing right marry your best friend i I think at the end of the day yeah and then the longevity would follow yeah and i like what you said about marrying your best friend because i really feel that with mike and i we hit it off and our relationship started as friends and then even when we were entertaining the dating idea, we were so good at being friends and we were just so good at conversation and, and, and our interest and the chemistry and, and allowing each other to talk and give ourselves space and being genuinely interested in each other. So speaking of being genuinely interested in each other, the only thing that I feel like I have in common with my brother, like I, that I consider like a good victory, like a small victory, uh-huh. is that he chose you to be his wife. Because when I learned about you, I was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Natalie reminds me a little bit of me mm-hmm. in very different ways, but mm-hmm. we have a lot of similar things in common. You're yeah. very outspoken. You don't hold back. Right. You have very peculiar interests in life that not the average person has. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Maybe my brother does kind of like me. We won't say it, but he married somebody that resembles a lot of yeah. similar traits that I have. And right. it made me feel really, really, really good. Yeah. And connected yeah. to him, even though he's mean and he's a dick. But we're getting there. Baby my, my goal in life is to get you guys You've done a, great. in a good place. And I, yeah, You've done great. I'm really, proud. I'm really proud of where you guys are at in your lives. We have a lot of work to do. We Humans do. Humans are interesting. We're interesting people. But you texted me today and you were telling me about Bill and Melinda Gates who are getting a divorce. Ugh, that shit pissed me off. Why? Because they're old. Wait, how old are they? I don't know. Or how long have they been married? Hey Siri, how old is Bill Gates? Bill Gates is 65. That's not old. Old is like 80. I mean, okay, fine. He could but still, he's going to get the relationship go on forever. some dating app and hook up with some younger bride. I guess bam, just, be on his way. I guess that just comes back to my point about being bitter about relationships and men and like just the way shit happens. It's like, why are y'all getting a divorce? You're old. And you're supposed to be forever. And it kind of, I guess it's the part in me that is heartbroken by love and that idea, right? Is that it's supposed to last. And then I'm conflicted also because I also think everything is temporary. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm, so problem. I have a fight. Um, I'm fighting against my, my thoughts and my beliefs constantly because on one part, I, I love love and I think love is beautiful and I think it's unconditional and it should be everlasting. And I believe in soulmates. And so then when you... you wait, hold on. Do you believe that my brother is your soulmate? Yes, absolutely. What? I know. You gave me a weird look. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> but 
and and not because yeah, I didn't know that you really. I feel believe really that Michael Moda is my soulmate. I also believe that there are multiple soulmates. How do you know he's your soulmate? Mm. We just go together good. I don't think there's questioning of it. I don't think it's a. I don't think I can describe it exactly. It just is. Oh damn! I don't know. And and how do you know? Well, how do you know there's multiple soulmates? Um. And and do you mean that like you have another male soulmate somewhere on this planet? No, I I think that there's soulmates in different aspects of your life. So like different genres. Mike is my yeah. So like Mike is my romantic soulmate. Oh what? Ricky is my podcast soulmate. You know what Aww. I mean? Aww. Am I your producer soulmate? You're my producer soulmate. <laughs> but that's I agree with that. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Is there a difference between a romantic soulmate and then a marriage soulmate? Mm. <laughs> I hope that's the one you're marrying. I don't know. You but would and hope, then that's though. But and then that's all up to you, right? Because some people don't even want to get married. That's like not even a thing anymore. Tell me I'm wrong. Right. <laughs> this is why I go back to like getting a house. That's his side, my side. Yeah. Bridge in the middle. Yeah. We, we choose to go to each other's house, but we honor each other's individuality. Right. Like y'all live together, but not live That's live what together. I've learned about what I've seen in marriages, what I've seen people talk about, mm-hmm. the, the, the failures in people's marriages, the good, mm-hmm. the bad, and the ugly is like, you know what? People just need space. Yeah. Just need space. You got to still want to yearn for the other person. Mm-hmm. You still have to desire the other person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't do that if you're fighting over laundry or what <laughs> something that didn't get paid or because you're in the same space and you're like yeah. you know, suffocated by each other. Right. Then where is the desire in that? Where is the... It burns out. It does. So get married but live separately. Uh, Goldie Hawn. What's Goldie Hawn's man's name? Uh, Kurt-, Kurt Russell. They don't even live together. And yeah. they've been married for a thousand years. Yeah. Um, I have They're like one of the few Hollywood marriages that have worked. That's right. Wow. Hello, recipe. I, I'm not even mad about it. I, I absolutely agree. Um, there was a, a lady that a client of ours from work when I was uh, front client facing, she came in one day all happy. Um, she had just gotten married that weekend. And I don't know, I guess the, they go into conversation. I'm overhearing and she's like, oh, no, girl. He has his home. I have mine. And then we just hang out at each other's houses and we get together for blah, blah, blah. And it's all good and fun. I'm done with that. And she was in she was in her, I think she might have been in her 50s, 60s. And she was like, oh, no, no, no. I've already experienced that. We both agree. We need our space and we like each other. Okay, so let me ask you this. If you know that that is the answer to a healthy marriage. Uh Uh-huh. So easy fix. Let me ask you this question. (laughs) If that's the answer, Whoa. why even get married? Hold I mean, on. Hold on. Oh, okay, hold on. Okay. Because we'll, there's we'll, loyalty involved. We'll put a hold to that. We'll put a hold put to a that. Pin, yeah. But why not just, just date? Why no, not just continue to date? Because marriage your is your you specifically choose a person. You specifically choose that person. You're not hoeing around, okay? Right. You're devoted so I can to that person. Exclusively date said person and right. not get married and still have your formula. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Uh, and I do, and and I guess that's up to the couple, right? Because I believe that there are people that do desire being married and being loyal to one another with the commitment of, you know, your certificate of marriage and and the values and the vows and all of that. But there are people like our examples that have said, these are the terms and conditions. We are right. getting married or maybe we're not getting married. I definitely have um, friends that aren't married but are um, committed to one another and they've said I'm not getting married and I'm like okay well that's cool okay Each so their own. yes but here's my question to you so if you know that that's the answer to a healthier marriage so the space part the oh space living part. apart so have Michael Moda come back to live here I'll go move in with you you guys can have your space but now I'm married to you no you're not married to me we're roommates kind of and you and your husband all you gotta do is be like okay Rick you gotta go my man's coming over. My husband's coming over. <laughs> which is why, to Bartley's point, it wouldn't necessarily work. Right. Which is why my theory works. Just build a house together and each of you have your own sides. So you're, you still have a common place, right? Mm-hmm. You still have 
honor each other. One of um one of Mike's friends, um, he's actually one one of Mike's good good friends that we hang around with a lot. Like they're a couple where we do couple things together. And yeah, I miss doing couple things together. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I did couple things together. Girl, I will invite you. Mm. Get yourself, get you a couple. <laughs> and then we'll do the things. So he sends us, where the hell is he? He sends us a meme and it says, hold on, I'm, I'm really trying to look for it. Hold on, hold on. Fuck, I can't the find meme it. about marriage? But it was, it was, it said something about living with your best friend and then it had one house, a bridge, and then another house. That's the answer. And I was like, oh, no, I don't want to be your neighbor, but I do, but that's, that's Bartley, exactly what about that option? Living in two different houses? No, no. It's I'm the same property, it. okay? Yeah. And then you just have your side, her side, bridge in the middle. It's all the same property, though. Mm-hmm. And you sleep together every night. One night it could be in her space. Another night it can be in your space. Where is it? One that night you... It. Listen, so one knowing, night... knowing my wife, that would never fly. <laughs> never fly. Why? Because her love language is... Is time spent like okay, mm. right? That's actually so, my love language. Well, too. that's fine because you could time. still call yeah. her. Oh my God, Rachel! But I the, made your favorite me, meal. Me blah 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 blah. Having my own personal space when we're supposed to be married like that. Ah, uh, you know that wouldn't. It wouldn't no. go over well. No, it doesn't go over well. And I think, and that, and I believe that that does come down to. Um, experience and what we see as love and marriage and the values and things, right? Because, well, maybe for Bartley and his wife, it is that, like, this is what Okay, let me ask you this. Do. In your marriages, do you guys have deal breakers? Absolutely. I think every marriage has deal breakers. Is it really a marriage if you have a deal breaker? Mm. Uh, yeah. I is mean, it really unconditional love if you have a deal breaker? Yeah, because... No. I think it is. The answer is no. The answer is yes. Then there's no such still, thing as unconditional love and forgiveness. I still unconditionally love my wife. However, if she cheats on me, it's over. Mm. That's the... I'm, let me tell you something. Because it, it, then cha- <laughs> it that changes everything. No shit. Mm. Same if you gamble your house away, right? Mm. That changes everything. But people are more likely to accept a gambling problem, a drug problem, an alcohol problem, over cheating. God forbid you lay with another man. But if you gamble the house away, well, we'll work through it. We'll figure this out. If you have a drug problem, you know what? We're going to get in rehab. Why isn't cheating in the same category as all those? Because it's part of your vows. Right. It's part of your vows. Don't gamble your house away. Well, no, that's, I I, I agree. I get that point. (laughs) I get, obviously you don't want to gamble your house away, but- In your vows, you say for better or for worse. Well, maybe gambling the house away is is for better or worse. But it also says that you would only be with that one person. So if if my wife cheats on me, she is breaking our marital vows, and it's done. It's over with. That is a you deal would breaking. literally walk away from her right now. If but that she, was if the worst. If I found out she was cheating on me, I would file divorce papers tomorrow. Really, I'm mad at you because that's that's what we are conditioned and. And I know if I if I cheated on her, she would do the same. I don't think she would. I actually agree. I don't. I don't women, think she would. Oh, women I think she would. Don't. I one hundred percent. Women don't usually no. do that. She would totally find a way to validate. To your that. point, yes, to valid to probably even blame. So why herself. why yeah. do you guys feel that there is a difference between male and female? If if a guy, okay, Natalie, let's say you. Mm-hmm. Cause you're married. Mm-hmm. If Michael Moda cheated on you, are <sighs> you telling me that you're gonna stick around? Because right now, what you just said was there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Women will stick around. Guys Oof. will walk away. Oh, so you're telling me if Mike went out, smashed another girl, <laughs> I mean, just ripped her apart. You know what I'm saying? Oh Doggy style, <laughs> split. I mean, just. No. <laughs> oh, this this episode turned. Okay, okay. wait. Okay, wait. No, no, but it's no, no, no Ricky Moda. No, you got to let her answer this one. I honestly think that I would stick around. Thank you for your honesty. You and why, why do you feel that you would stick around? For what reason? 
I don't know. I'm not there yet, bro. No, man. from what I just know, you, you aren't. I'm not going to answer. You, what do you mean you're so, not there? I mean, but you're, you're able to answer this question, though. Yeah. So if you're able to answer this question, you have the answer to that. Why would you stick around? He's my soulmate. Thank you. Thank you. That, uh, that's Thank not, you. That's not an answer. It is an it answer. Is that an is answer. not an answer because mm. he's my soulmate. Because so, that's a, so that's the same reason if I say, okay, I go smash another chick, I get her pregnant. <laughs> he's still my soulmate. I can go do whatever I want to go do. Oh, I guess you're I, right about that. I would oh walk away. God. You just said pregnant, and now that just turned me off. And I right. So you're telling me not. this is what you, you two, you beautiful women, you guys are telling me is the fact that he's my soulmate. He can go do whatever he wants to do, and I'll stick around because he's my soulmate. So I Damn. guess to. I don't want to answer, but I'll continue with that. Is <laughs> I don't know how to answer, right? So I'll I'll keep on poking the bear here and say that when somebody cheats, then there's trust issues. There's an issue with communication, which is very foundational and the basic things in in a relationship and in marriage. So once that is broken, the likelihood of walking away eventually is. It, it's going to happen. Like it's going to end because we can't agree. We don't trust, we don't communicate. And so there's nothing left in that relationship. I agree. 100%. That's a solid, you know? Answer. And, and so I, so I guess let's explain our answer to, we'll go back is that we're going to try it. I a hundred percent think that if Mike were to cheat on me tomorrow, I'm going to try Like I'm going to try it, but I know, I already know that the end result is going to be, well, this didn't work out. It's going to end. But why try it if you know the end result? Mm. And, and that's the shit. Like, well, no, well, no, actually I think that's, that's the middle ground, right? Cause mm -hmm. you were raised by scorned women. Mm -hmm. So your immediate response should have been, fuck this dude. Mm -hmm. He right. did what? That should have been your immediate response. But one of the things you and I constantly talk about is breaking generational curses or generational traumas, right. generational mindsets and mm -hmm. thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you do that, then you go right along with what every other generation before you're... Right. I'm repeating the cycle. It's, it's the same thing, right? Which is also very scary now. Um, and it's a very real um, thought in my head is, you know, I'm in this, I'm in this marriage in a relationship with a guy that I love. And every woman in my family and all of the examples have not been a marriage and have been an, uh, mm. an issue. And so it's really hard. It's really hard to even to be married and think like, damn, this is my soulmate. This is going to last forever because there is all of these traumas yeah. and all of these past conversations that have led me for all of the majority of my life to think that's not going to last. Oh, you're really happy? You really happy? Right. For real? And yeah. this is what your family is telling you. Right. 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 And, right. you know, so I had a conversation with somebody today mm -hmm. about living in the past. Mm -hmm. People live in the past. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. in living in the past, and these are your family member mm -hmm. are living in the past. Yes. The things that happened to them in the past. Mm -hmm. And so now they want to throw off their past relationships on you oh, yeah. to say, yes. hey, this is what happened to me in the past. And mm -hmm. since this happened to me in the past, this is what's going to happen, happen to, to you. you. Yes. A thousand percent. Yeah. But in actuality, it is not going to happen to you. It's because your relationship, your man, mm -hmm. is completely different from the people that they dealt with. These are yes. two completely different peoples. Yes. That's so, true. Yes. Yeah. So how you guys deal with your relationship is how you deal with it. But you guys are dealing with your relationship day by day right in front of you. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. and Michael are not going back and saying, hey, you know, this is what happened to me in the past. Mm -hmm. I just hope you don't do this to me here in the future. Oh, yeah. No, I would definitely not want to pressure, kind of put that kind of pressure on somebody. But that's the pressure that mm -hmm. your family puts on you. Yes, yes. And then when percent. you see your husband, mm -hmm. damn, 
Mm-hmm. You, it's 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 not it's not front of mind, but it's in your mental rolodex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is in your mental rolodex because if something goes wrong, you guys get into an argument uh-huh. or a disagreement uh-huh. that it comes forward. Well, everything, and you're like. See, I knew. See, right. You and then I'm going to go, the I'm gonna go back the to, my, to my family like, you were right. You were, you were right. He ain't shit. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> but yeah. see, how do you break that? You got to break that cycle. Right. And and which is, um, you know, what Pee Wee asked me earlier about what do you like about your husband? It's it's also that it's that I'm letting I'm being open and honest with Mike and saying like, look. This is all of the shit that I understand about men and relationships, and it is, it's not good. So I'm carrying all of this, and I understand that this isn't it. I know that there is a happy ending, and How people do you can know live that? happily ever after. I don't know if the fucking Cinderella told me. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> can I tell you something? Yeah. You, you two, yeah. Ricky and Natalie. Yeah. I flipped up your whole entire uh, live broadcast. I don't know if you realize that. Oh, yeah. Because you guys went into wanting to bash dudes. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're, yeah, that is definitely it. where we were going yes. with this. But I'm and glad now this it's, is where it's at. Now, in me saying this is, I think this is where a great conversation of understanding and saying how good of a person that you have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yes. that men are not all bad. Right, right, right. And and, and I'm uh, yes, Pee Wee. Thank you because that is one of the generational traumas that I'm trying to break on my end is knowing that men aren't all bad. There's some good in there. You just need a disciplined man. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just a disciplined man. But see, okay. Here's the thing. Men, women, we all like and dislike certain things, right? Uh-huh. That's just part of life, uh-huh. right? But once you say that you are in a relationship with somebody or you get married to this person, we all know in this world no one is absolutely perfect. Right. Okay? Everybody got their flaws. It's just finding the person that is able to deal with your flaws. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if that person can deal with your flaws, mm-hmm. you got to stick with that person. Mm-hmm. It's because if not, you're going to look back and go to somebody else that's not going to be able to deal with these flaws. Yeah. And you might have wasted a year, two years, three years of your life of thinking that this person was on board. In actuality, they really wasn't. And then now you're going to look back and you'd be like, damn, I fucked up. This person was a good person that was dealing with my flaws, dealing with me. Everything was good. But then, as we said, we've said this on Confessions of, you think that the, gr- the grass is greener, greener on, on the, the other, other side. side. In actuality, it's not. You know what I say? The grass is greener where you water it. Mm-hmm. The grass is greener where you fertilize it and you water it. And you Preach. Let it... Preach. That's yeah. where it's at. Okay, but so I have a question then. So how long or how, when do you determine that, oh, snap, this person can deal with my flaws? That's an important thing. When, when, when does that indicator go up? But I think that's, that's in the dating process. Yeah. It's because while you're dating this person, this person is seeing your flaws. Right. Mm. And if the person is sticking around and you feel comfortable when you are exposing yourself. hmm then it's kind of like, okay, this person is kind of dealing with these. And then they want to come back and call you to continue that conversation. Right. Okay. Right. Oh, that makes shit. Sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. You're cool with all the all of my baggage? Well, let me lay some more on you and see how you <laughs> handle this one. But see, that's what I'm saying. When you lay some more, what if that's too much for the other person? And then it's like, this is not even an attractive thing anymore because you're just laying all of your crap on someone. Like, you don't want to do that either. Well, then... Um, and I don't think we're ever going to know everyone's shit, right? But what you do allow and what you do speak on to somebody else and they're willing and accepting and just listening. Right. Then that's all that it is. So finding someone to accept your flaws. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. That's the answer. 
Yeah, because that's your that's your vulnerable. And I think we all want to be seen. We all want to be heard. I say this all the time. We all just want somebody that's going to listen to us. I just want someone to listen to me and not judge me and not have an opinion on me. I just want to let this out because I trust you and we've communicated mm, so well thus trust far. Trust is important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, communication, trust. That's like the recipe. So I I, not to bring this back up again, but if we go back to this cheating thing, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm in a marriage and I'm with this person who knows my flaws and I know their flaws and we have an open relationship and communication is really great. Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to go and tell this person like, um, this person just slid into my DMs and I think I want to go for it. You don't do that. Mm-mm. Why? Because you're, you're committed to the your 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 partner, your your spouse. You're you've you've made that commitment. Yeah, that commitment doesn't change your desire or temptation. Correct, but I mean, you're always going to be tempted. You're always going to have desires. You know, you're always mm-hmm. <coughs> there's always going to be a temptation. Right, there's always going to be that one person that catches your eye that's not your spouse, but you've committed to your spouse and. I think for me, my words, and, and, and not only that, I committed to, to my wife in front of my family, in front of her family, in front of all my friends saying, mm-hmm. I'm going to love this woman for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be committed to this woman for the rest of my life. So, mm-hmm. so because of that, like the men in your family or your family in general. So when you say something like that, I imagine that you have nothing but examples in your family of Married family members. Currently, yes. However, my parents were divorced when I was really young. But I had other male role models, including the guy that my mom ended up remarrying, that have That's right. have shown really strong examples of what it means to... Ultimately, what you're doing is sacrificing a bit of yourself for your spouse. So let me ask you this. how What do you do then when you find yourself tempted Mm. And that, that goes for you too, Natalie. That's a good question. It is a good question. Go when, get some ice cream. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I find myself doing anything to take my mind off of, of a possible temptation or anything like that. Like I'm not trying to entertain. Because if you start entertaining that idea, right. mm-hmm. then that's where you're going to get in trouble. So yeah. I don't even let myself entertain that idea. Like, yeah. I don't even try to make it a thing. I try to... Let's, let's say it's on my phone. Right. Like Instagram or whatever. There's a, there's a, that I'm putting my phone down and I'm going to go do something else because I don't want to further. It's that indulge. easy? Yeah. For me, I have to do that because if I don't, I'm just walking down into a trap that I'm not going to be able to get out of. Someone told me this saying a while back you know, God gives you gifts, right? Uh huh. But the devil gives you gifts also. Uh huh. What? I agree. I'm God lost. gives you gifts. But the devil gives you But gifts. the devil gives you gifts also. Can you dissect that a little bit? Yeah, I'm confused. Well, well I'm not confused. I just want clarity. Or I just want your purse. The gifts are di- are different. Mm-hmm. Exactly. God gives that, you gifts to help you succeed. The get the devil will give you gifts to tear you down. Exactly. So that's those fair. gifts that you thinking like, "Ooh, I may want to pursue this." That's not a gift. That person sliding into your DM. It's not God given. That's not God given. It's, it's a gift <laughs> from the wrong source. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So if you want to go down that path when you've made a commitment to somebody, you know, it's setting you up for failure. And it's not going to end pretty. Oh, you don't think so? You don't think that's setting you up for failure? <laughs> wow. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, yes, no, don't try to clean it up mine. now. The look on both of y'all faces. No, no, no. When I said that, you was kind of like, what? Yeah, no, 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 because no. here's what I was thinking. In my mind, in my age, right? I'm going to be 40 years old in June, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, I don't even care. About... All I'm caring about is I don't want my kids to worry about taking care of me. Yeah. When I'm older. Okay. Right? So the things that I'm looking for in a partner are like, okay, well, how can 
this person take care of me and how can I take care of this person? Mm -hmm. Because in my old age, like, mm -hmm. I want to have a good time with somebody. Like, I don't mm -hmm. want, like we talked about, you only live, have a good time while you're here. Right. So what I used to want before in a man is different than what I want from a man now. What I want from a man now is companionship, communication, mm -hmm. right? Like camaraderie, like, mm -hmm. and then low-key knowing that, well, when I'm 89 years old, are you going to help me see when I can't see and hear when I can't hear? Yeah, yeah. Are you going to have my back? Yeah. Because I don't want to put that on our kids, like. Right. Which has nothing to do with what I used to want when I was younger. What did you used to want when you were younger? I don't even know. Yeah. But I mean, that's growth at the end of the it day. It is growth. That is yeah. growth. Yeah. And I think we all grow every single day if we choose to. Mm -hmm. You know, choice. we grow. It is um, Me, my kid's going to take care of me, darn it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I done invested in that behind. You gonna say you gonna change these depends when I get older, okay? <laughs> Good luck to these kids. You gonna, you gonna change? Get the wet wipes and you gonna change these depends? <laughs> but no. <laughs> but we talked about that though, right? Because in our culture, we take care of our parents. Yeah, our parents. Whether we want to or not. Yeah. We we, we take don't them into usually, our homes. and we don't usually put them in a home. Oh, that's. Forbidden. That's in fact, forbidden. we would be disowned. My mom already told me, you better not put me in no home. Would and then, But then she also said that I would be the likelihood, I would likely be the one to put her in a home. <laughs> so, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that to my mom. That's Which is why, like, and, okay, so I, a beautiful story in one of the places that I worked. Mm -hmm. um, the owner and his wife, you know, she's, has dementia slow, slowly fading away. Yeah. And he was like, I don't want anybody else to take care of her. Like, I want to take... That's why I'm here. That's my yeah. purpose. Like, yeah. my purpose She's my is person. To, she's my person. Yeah. She's my person. When I heard him tell, like, say that, mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. Like, I want a person. Yeah. I don't want to put this on my kids. Now, mind you, and I'm mm. hoping that my kids... I know that they'll step in. Right. But, you know, go out with somebody you like to... I think, about, go out I think about the movie Up. Oh my God! I uh, love that movie. That uh, is such that's a, a beautiful movie. Did you cry? It's of course you cry. And and every up. time I watch time. it, I tell am bawling. <laughs> don't tell the homies I cried. Don't but, worry, Pee Wee. It's just on the internet for everybody to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't tell everyone. Pee Wee's confession about crying. Right oh, here. And, and this podcast <laughs> will be this podcast will be distributed all over the world. So don't worry, your secret's safe. Oh, we'll send it, it to you. everyone's. Yeah, you, don't worry you. about it. But if, but it, it if you don't cry when you watch up, you're, you're not sick. human. Right. I and I and that that movie is my hope for humanity and my desires and my hopes for my own relationship is like I want to grow old. I want I want to someone to help me up the hill and we have <laughs> to break the the the, what is it? The nest egg in our adventure book thing. Oh, that's oh, so God. beautiful and it's so vulnerable. All in those 15 minutes, I was like, fuck you, Disney. I hate Pixar. Apples. No, it's Pixar. Pixar, Pixar whoever. makes you cry. Yes. But and I I'm think glad. that's what you have in the guy that you married, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I, I agree yeah. a thousand percent. And that's where I'm saying, like, Michael's my person. I love him. Is there, like, a checklist so, of what? So... So can I ask this? <laughs> okay. Because we know that Natalie mm -hmm. is married to Michael Moda. Uh, Bartley mm -hmm. is married to Rachel. Ricky Moda, you're the only <laughs> single one. I'm a single lady. I'm a single so lady. So do you? I'm a single lady. Do you plan on getting married? <laughs> First of all, I've been married twice. Oh, hello. Yeah. And I had a conversation with somebody earlier this week about how in my youth, I didn't really respect marriage. You didn't? No. Like, I didn't regard it as much as I think I would have liked to You didn't it. respect it. Why? I think because, like, I love my parents, how they fell in love. Like, mm -hmm. when I, I love think their about, story. I love their story. It's a beautiful story. Like, they wrote love letters to each other. They were in different countries at the time. And it's just a really good story. And I really believed in it. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, people can love each other like this. Yeah. And then I was surrounded by a beautiful family growing up, a big family. And I was like, I want this. Mm -hmm. I want to get married. 
I want to have kids. Mm -hmm. That's what I wanted more than anything in the world because that's what I had in front of me. And they yeah. were good examples of it. Yeah. Because we're, you know, we're a tight family. Yeah. What I didn't know at a very early age, and I'm telling you, like, straight out of high school, I was like, you know, I want to get married and I want to have kids. I had my little high school sweetheart that I was with for four years all throughout high school. And I remember getting out of high school and saying, all right, we got to get married and I want to have kids. And he was like, I don't have a job. Yeah. Like, I can't give you anything. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But I wanted that more than anything in the world. And, but it, that's not how it happens. It's not about this is what I want. It really is about who you pair up with, learning about yourself mm -hmm. and discovering all of that in between. And I just like skipped so many steps mm -hmm. because I wanted the end result so quickly. Mm. Mm. I didn't want to go to college. No. My, my you, college was my family. Right. Which I, is what you were brought up. That was my see. environment. Yeah. And we weren't just a typical You're family. Not we were an organized family. Yeah. Like we did shit together. We were planning trips all around the world. We were like coordinated. We were, it was just, yeah. it was a whole you thing. You guys were on the same frequency. Yeah. And I was like, this is what I want. Mm -hmm. But I selected a person to have, who I had my children with for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I have my children because I wanted my children. Mm -hmm. But again, but you didn't like, want the relationship. I was so young. I was so young and I, again, did not regard marriage. At the same time that I was getting married, my parents were getting divorced. So everything mm. that I believed in, as I was going into something that I thought was... The right thing. The right thing to do. And what your The right thing to do was in. dissipating. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on. I'll never forget that day. I was walking down the aisle. Right. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm about to get married, but... The reason why I'm getting married, my parents, they're getting divorced. What the fuck am I doing? That's so heartbreaking. I can't Oof. even imagine all of that process. Yeah. So, but Ricky, let me ask you a question. What advice would your current self today give yourself at 18 mm -hmm. or 19? This is that inner child shit that I love. <laughs> And don't don't cry too much. I probably would have told myself just to have my son and not get married. Mm. Which is what my dad told me to do. He was like, you don't need to get married. Just have yeah. your son. Like, it's okay. Just have the baby. You don't have to do all of this. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, how am I not gonna marry the person whose child I'm not whose child I'm having? I can't do that. Which isn't right. Right, because all of your examples have also been you right. have, you, you're married and you have babies. Right. But I also think, Bartley, I would have just told myself to like, I think I just really needed to feel love. I, I was so desperate for acceptance. I was so desperate for, you know, a connection, even with somebody that I didn't have it with. Mm. And I think that goes back to the whole, we don't have conversations about relationships, about marriage and being married and what does that actually mean and what are those feelings? All they tell you is just go get married, which is what you were doing. I'm just going to go get married. I will tell you this. Mm -hmm. I know, I know in my heart that, well, a guilty pleasure that I have or what I would like to do at one point in my life. Not that I would get married again, but we talked about like ceremonies or like oh yeah, you finding have like a symbolic your person. Do you remember thing? the day yeah. that we were we were drinking wine in here and um, the song "The Makings of You" came on, Gladys Knight, and I was uh. like, I want this to be my wedding song. Like I want to walk down the aisle to this song because it's such mm -hmm. a beautiful song. Mm -hmm. What I actually desire is to have like my dad walk me down the aisle and mm -hmm. then like to deliver me to mm -hmm. someone that he knows is mm -hmm. gonna. Like, take care of me. Mm -hmm. Because from a very early age, my dad, like, told me, he's like, you're going to have to take care of your, yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, no one's going to take care of you. You got to do this on your own. And yeah. I've carried that. Yeah. Ever since he told me that. And so, wait, but how do you feel about those words that your dad told you about? Uh, you're going to have to take care of yourself. At the time, that's what he needed to tell me. And he was right. Mm -hmm. Because the, you know, where I was at at that time in my life, I was the one that had to carry yourself. Had, had to carry through. all of us through. Mm -hmm. He was right. 
So I don't know what it's like to feel that support from another person. Mm. I don't know what it's like to be like, hey, I got your back. I'm going to help you. I'm, I got mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. But he was right. Yeah. In that time. And, well, well I'm going to jump over to me. And Michael and I, we are very much, I'm going to take care of myself. Both that of it, you? Yes. Mm-hmm. That it actually, those are the issues that we have in our relationship is that because we're so independent and so used to taking care of ourselves and used to just, I, I got this, I'm going to take care of this. Sometimes we come into disagreements because how come you didn't tell me? Well, I right. want to know. Well, you think that I just want you to like that. That was the best decision for us, which might have been a good decision, but because we didn't have a conversation together. about it together, right? now one of us is pissed. What do you mean? What do you mean you're going to invest in cryptocurrency without <laughs> telling me or, you know, shit like that, which yes. I'm all about. Like, I'm all about that. Fuck yeah. Yeah, let's put this money in or whatever the case may be. But because we didn't have a conversation about it, I'm pissed. And then he's mad too. Oh, what? What do you mean? How come you didn't That's tell me? That's my problem. That's why I don't know how to be in relationships because I'm so like, I got this. I don't need you. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, I got to talk to you now? Wait, mm-hmm. hold on. That's mm-hmm. where I struggle. I have the same struggle too. And and it's, and it's that's the part about marriage that I wish we would have more conversations about or just even being in relationships. I was just talking to one of my friends um, over happy hour last week about the shit that they don't tell you like, so do you do the laundry or not? Or you do your own? Or how does this work? Like, do we join bank accounts? Or yeah, so you... I come from a family that has really long marriages in it. Like my grandparents were married for 55 plus years. Oh, mm. I think actually 60 years, right? Uh-huh. Over 60 years. My aunt and uncles have been married for 30 plus. Mm. And Fuck. nobody, mm. mm-hmm. no one. Does their own laundry. No, nobody has those <laughs> conversations. Nobody has, should you join your bank accounts? Should you do this? Okay. Why? Well, how do you feel about it? How do you feel about that piece? That's tough because like... Okay. Be, Ra- so Rachel and I have been married for five years. That's a big deal. And we still, we have a joint bank account, but mm-hmm. we also still have our individual account. You should have your own individual I, bank I account. Absolutely, you should. But I we've, we've had, we've had conversations about not having our individual oh. accounts. Oh. So like putting it all together because what's the point? Are you hiding money from me? Mm. Or you, am okay, I hiding money but the, from the you? hiding money thing. I had a friend who was like, would ask me, can you buy this for my wife? And I'm like, why am I buying this for your wife? Well, because yeah. I don't want her to see it coming out of our account yeah. and it's a surprise for her. Yeah. Really? Like, come on. Yeah, I, I you know, and, and again, like, and I get it. everyone has their own ways of doing it and like Bartley says like, you know, but you the pro- had it but first. But the point, is, the point, you know, is that nobody talks, talks about, about it. Talks about it. Right, right. Your because point from the very beginning was that nobody talks about issues in, a, like, in your marriage. Right, and 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 that's exactly it. I don't think that it's right or wrong for you to have your own um, bank account. That's that's. I don't think that it's. If but here, it's right for you, it's right for you. If it's wrong for you, it's wrong for you. Right. It's it's all based on your experience, but because. It's not even talked about. It becomes such a bigger deal than it should be. Agreed. Agreed. You know what I mean? And like, I mean, I'm not going to go into my financial shit with Mike, right? But it just, all right, look, we're going to have our joint account. And because we're so independent, have your own account. And that's just it. And we don't have arguments about our finances, thank goodness, but it is more about the general decisions in our lives that we made that impact one another. Those investments. But it's like, what the fuck? Tell me. Just talk to me. I know. And 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 that has been our argument is like, you know what? We're married now. We have to do these things together. What you do impacts me and I want to be a part of our relationship too. So you don't regret getting married? I don't regret getting married. No. No. I'm really excited about the married life. Really? Yeah, low key. Um, I kind of have some domesticated daydreams every now and then. You have domesticated oh, yeah. daydreams. What does yeah. that mean? That like means what? like what? I think about like living with somebody and be like, oh, okay, you know, doing the laundry, oh, okay. washing okay, okay. dishes, okay, okay. and cooking, like, which yeah. is not what I do. Right yeah, now. yeah. But I think about those things, like you know what? 
that sounds good. Like, I would like to do that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I'm thinking about all of the merry things that are coming and the possibilities. And I'm, I'm excited. Um, and I think everyone should be exciting, excited, I'm sorry, about that part of their lives. No matter about what finding age. their person. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Well, think, cheers yeah. that you have your person, and cheers <laughs> to me finding mine. You know what? Uh, they're out there, girl. They're out there. I have no doubt. They, I'm only looking for one. <laughs> Ricky, you're going to find your person. Like, come on. You're yeah. going to find your person. I think so. I'm going to have a panel <laughs> so that everyone will be like, approved. No, 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 no. Hold on. <laughs> Let's go back. No one except yourself needs to have approval on your dating life. You want to know where I got I'm that sorry. from? You want to know where I got that from? Okay. My dad. The the marriage that he had before where he's at now, he said he had he was completely blinded. Mm-hmm. Had no clue mm-hmm. when everyone else around him did know. So he was like, and he told me he, he straight up he was like, "Ricky Lee." He doesn't call me Ricky Lee. What does he call me? Ricky. He just says, "Call me by your name." <laughs> he does. <laughs> does my dad call me? He does call me Ricky. When you find somebody, like make sure that the your core, yeah, is like this is good because your core knows where you went wrong. Okay, who's your core? You. Because oh. <laughs> you had my back even when I didn't know you. I still have your back. Yeah, you're my core. At, not even my parents. Wait, that's it. So I'm your they core. Don't count. You are my only core. <laughs> oh shit, that's a lot of pressure. Girl. I'm gonna need you to name someone else. <laughs> All right, well I'll just I'll just shut off the recording then. <laughs> this was a hit. No, okay, Bartley, you could you could be the little baby core, little okay, baby core. I'm like on the outer step of the core, like I'm almost <laughs> in. No, well, what I wanted to add to that is that we put a lot of pressures on ourselves and. We think that everybody, and I say this in quotes, everybody is looking at us and judging us. But at the end of the day, only you're going to know. And, you know, I, I look at you and I know a lot about your life and your experiences. And, and I think that you only did whatever you thought was best and you were hoping that everyone had your back and maybe, maybe I'm going to generalize this, right? We think that people are going to be disappointed or excited. We're, we're expecting a certain reaction from our quote unquote core. But at the end of the day, girl, you pay your own bills and you have your own feelings and your own thoughts and emotions that only you understand and even though, and I tell this to Mike too, is like, I, I don't expect anything from my friends and my core group. All I ask from my core is that they listen to me and not judge me and, and that I can trust them in whatever I'm saying to them, whether it's in, their, in a, a relationship situation or whatever. Because I just need a vent and I need to let it out. But I already know who my person is. I already know the decisions that I've made in my life are for me. And I'm only accountable for that. And they're my responsibility. They're not everyone's responsibility. I don't want to carry that with me. I don't want to carry if I disappointed my grandpa or my grandma or, you know, my neighbor or my coworker. It's because you're a Scorpio, okay? It's you're true. talking to a cancer. That's a whole different you know, ballpark. True. From Scorpio to Cancer, you know. <laughs> okay, I, I got guess, you. But, but this, and maybe, you, and maybe this is just my own, like, in my own experiences, is that I've, I need to do these things for myself. And I've, I've even had people, like, tell me, oh, Natalie, you've changed because you're dating so-and-so. Yeah, motherfucker, so? <laughs> Ew. And, and, but, like, by saying, like, oh, you've changed, like, in a negative way. Like, oh, I can't hang around you. You've changed. Ew. All right, bitch, bye. <laughs> oh, that was really like, i sorry, I guess I really needed to let that one out. I was holding that one in. <laughs> I'm a cancer, I don't understand that, so. But, but, yeah, I guess, I guess my, 
whatever it is, is telling you, you know, you, your experience is your own and you don't need to apologize for any of it and you don't need to ask for permission for any of it either. You do what you do, girl. Right. Love me anyway. Love me for me and all of my mistakes. Because I'm a human, damn it. Love me anyway. Yeah. Fucking love me. Oh, mm. oh, God, that was good. Okay. That was good. I fucking feel good about this. This is our men's series, guys, in case you didn't know. I, I We kind of started <laughs> off strong, and we were really, you know, being man-haters. But it, it, it turned... It turned for the best. Real quick. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, more to come. Uh, this is just our experiences and dealing with our childhood traumas and how they've led us to this point and how we're unraveling and growing um, and changing our family tree, I think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? New roots. Yeah. New roots. I repotted my plant today. She grew roots. I love all of your plants. She's a growing girl. So, yeah. We're growing. We're expanding. We don't fit into the same pots. So, we got to... That's true. We got to grow into new pots. And then our other, you know, plant friends have to watch us grow and not judge us. We all grow differently. Let's grow, Bartley. Let's grow. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! So that was our show, y'all. More to be continued. I love this. This is my favorite. I love these segments. Me too. Topics? I don't know. Whatever they are. Um, But catch us on this frequency on Twitch, on YouTube, on Instagram. We're on Spotify. On the Twitters. Oh, the Twitters. The Twitters. We have two followers. (laughs) <laughs> Natalie and Ricky Lee. So we need a third. Maybe Bartley the sound guy. Maybe Pee Wee if he has a, a Twitter. I, I don't know. I'll really? follow you right now. No, no. Oh, thanks, I got you. Guys. Follow you us. Yes. <laughs> you know what? One day at a time, y'all. That's all it is. So um, yeah, tell a friend if any of this was impactful to you. If you could relate. If you know somebody that could relate. Share this with them. One love, y'all. Peace. Thank you, Justice.